Welcome back. Thanks for checking us out. We are living off the land. What's up, guys? Yo! Hey! Hey! Uh, please check us out on iTunes or SoundCloud. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you're already listening to it on one of those platforms. But also, check us out on social media, on Instagram and Facebook, at livingoffthelandpod, and on Twitter, at lotlpodcast216. Uh, we are also going to be getting a website uh, up and moving, hopefully soon. And uh, so we'll have uh, some more information for you on that at a later date. But uh, thanks for uh, listening once again. Uh, so already our 12th episode. Woo! Guys, we've been That's going at this for... a dozen. About two months now. Actually, let's see. It was uh, March I think we only missed one week, right? And then there was a couple where we did like... Where we did two. Oh, the March two. March 22nd. That's true. That's 22nd? March 22nd. Yeah, right. that makes sense. So we're sense over two months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, yeah, so uh, we're going strong. We're still going strong. Hoping to get better. Hoping to grow. Uh, thanks for uh, listening, interacting with us, uh, letting us know what you think. And uh, we will continue to kind of cultivate this and uh, evolve as we go along. But um, just, a, just a reminder uh, about what we're kind of doing here. Um we're a uh, podcast that encapsulates everything that is Cleveland. Uh, we talk everything Cleveland from sports to food and drink to events around the city to festivals. Uh, we're getting into the summertime now, so our festival uh, and event section is going to be getting bigger and bigger. Um, so, uh, But also with, within our food uh, aspect of our podcast, uh, we're kind of... Um, following a new review format where we're going to review a pizza place, a brewery. Uh, now that summer is up and running, we're going to be reviewing a patio every week. And then we also have a wild card uh, food or drink place that we're going to talk about each week. So just look for that, um, not only in this episode, but in the episodes coming up. And uh, we will go from there. So uh, once again, Jimmy is not with us. Uh, he's down in Florida. I think he's actually coming back tonight, so he wasn't able to get back in time to be with us tonight. But he'll be back next week, and uh, uh, we'll gladly uh, bring him back because I uh, am stressing out over trying to run the tech side of this podcast by myself. So, Jimmy, get back here quick, please. Um, but uh, not just Jimmy, uh, also Paul and Jordan here, and myself, Dan, that makes living off the land. And uh, we're here again, and uh, so what's going on, guys? How was your Memorial Day weekend? It was memorable. It was very memorial. Um, I actually had a lot of fun. I, uh, I went to two Astros games, well, Astros-Indians games, which we'll talk about that a little more later. But that was a lot of fun to see my uh, childhood team uh, and the world champs. Um, what else did I do? You know, you keep going with that. I'll bring up your basketball team. Oh boy, that's uh, a. <sighs> all right, all right. Back on necessary. track. We'll save that. We'll save that for later. 
and and I'll bring up when the Cavs lost two times in the last three years. <laughs> and how, um, and how what else did I do? What else did I do on Memorial Day? Oh yeah, then we uh, ended up watching uh, the wonderful Game Seven on Memorial Day. But yeah, anyways. No, that's pretty solid. Start off good, ended terribly. Yeah, you know it's it's not always it's not always a high note. Um, I tried to take advantage of the weather as much as possible. Uh, it was excellent. I got to show uh, Jen Larder Delicatessen. Got to show her that on Friday. And <clears throat> let's see, what else was it? <laughs> don't don't mind the chuckle. Just a regular photo <laughs> going on here. Just taking a little picture. Yeah, you know. Um, also got to check out Brunettes again. I will never get tired of emphasizing how amazing that place is. <laughs> Seriously. So bordering on obsessed. No, we, might, we might as well, we might as well just be the official podcast of Brunettes. I'm not bordering. I am obsessed. I, mean, I accept. We, I mean, um, hey, Brunettes, if you guys are... Uh, if, you're if you guys want to be interviewed as guests... Mm. Yeah, hey. <laughs> let us know. Uh, but no, so that was Friday. And then, shoot, what did I do Saturday? Or was that Saturday? I can't even remember. I can't keep my weekend yeah. straight. It's all good. Um, let's see. Ended up going out and enjoying the, uh, a new restaurant and enjoying the Metro Parks on Sunday. I'll touch on that a little bit more later. Uh, but we, we've just had great weather all, you know, all weekend, yeah. much of the week. It's been warm, but it's still great weather. And then Memorial Day, uh, played volleyball. That was fantastic. That's usually... Noise. That's been a staple among friends up here in Cleveland. Um, friends from our church usually in some way shape or form put together a volleyball game and i mean i think most people were outside in some way shape or form on monday i was playing volleyball i know um i think dan you were what at edgewater yep uh, and jordan you were at a, on saturday i was at a wedding no monday oh oh, Memorial Day. oh monday uh me Teresa, and some of her friends kind of just hung out at one of their houses and then it was supposed to be a party but a lot of people canceled, so we ended up just hanging out with them at their house. And then after that, we went to do the Rockets uh, Warriors game Wait, seven. People watch canceled party. on plans. Wow. I know. It's, it's, isn't it? Wow. I've never heard of people doing yeah, such a thing. Does no one does what that. What is this? Ever. What's no, this? No one What's that this? Nino does that. People canceling plans. Wow. But no, uh, you know. So for myself, very full weekend. It was fantastic. Definitely tried wow, to take advantage really of it. We really got a little salty on that one, didn't we? <laughs> a, little, a, a little bit. <laughs> But let's, let's not dig in anybody's ribs at the moment. Ooh, I could go for some ribs, though. Yeah, I could. Well, Paul might be talking about some ribs later. <coughs> Foreshadowing. Hopefully mice ribs. Mice ribs? What are yeah, you talking about? I don't know. I mean, every animal has ribs, so maybe mice maybe mice ribs, you know, like people eat doves, and I, it's, I like, don't, really tiny. I don't even... I. My, I can't even with you right now. <laughs> well, mice ribs? I don't it, even think Champ would eat mice it's ribs. It's just there's so many mice, there's so much available options to make Okay, ribs. I have no idea what rabbit hole we just went down. Yeah, uh, this is really getting YouTube weird. YouTube rabbit hole. This is really getting weird. Which doors? You're notorious for <coughs> by the way. All right, so... Uh, did you do anything else on Memorial Day weekend? Did you cover every, everything? I think that was pretty solid. No, I think I pretty much got everything except whatever I forgot because my memory is terrible. Because mice ribs. Anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, mine was pretty cool. Uh, I'm doing some uh, house sitting uh, for my parents and my grandmother uh, as they're down in Florida visiting family. Um, I stayed back uh, because I'm cheap and didn't want to spend the money to fly down there. 
Yeah. But uh, so on. F- when did we have the thing? Wait, that was Friday. The when we watched yeah, the cast. Friday. Thing. Friday had people over my grandmother's house since I'm house sitting. Uh, we grilled out and uh, actually watched the game on the back patio. We had a projector. Uh, thanks to our friend Hannah, and uh, thanks to our friend Mike who let us uh, stream it on his. I think it was his iPad or something or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we streamed the game uh, outside. The Cavs won. It was great. LeBron was awesome, like usual. <laughs> but uh, we'll get into hey, that yeah. later in the pod. And then uh, I don't remember what I did Saturday. But Sunday was game seven. We had people right. over my parents' house, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we had a party there, watched the game, watched game seven. Um, and then uh, Monday, like Paul said, I went to Edgewater hung out with some friends, and then basically just came back and crashed because I was so, like, almost, like, sun drunk. Yeah, I got, I got after being at that game, it was I got, so the hot. sun jacked me up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was, I it was, was so hot this weekend. So, basically, it was like being in Florida, except in the Midwest. Yeah, I actually texted, <laughs> uh, I texted all my cousins down in Florida a picture of <clears throat> me at Edgewater saying, hey, see, I didn't have to spend all that money to go to, down to the beach and for it to be 90 degrees, like no, it's in St. Cleveland. It's actually an interesting point I've heard from someone say, why does everyone want to travel to Florida in the summertime? Why wouldn't you travel in the winter when it's cold? That's actually when most of the people travel yeah. to Florida. Yeah. My, my, oh, uncle's, just, my uncle's bar down there mm-hmm. is packed in the winter of just because he's in Naples, which is like an older, generally an older community, more of like a transplant community. Um, so people will go down in the wintertime, and it's just packed. It's just interesting to me because I feel like every person I interact with that travels to Florida, it's always during the summertime, and to me that makes no sense. Yeah. Well, you said, I mean, that makes perfect sense. You go down during wintertime, right. you escape. That, no, I could definitely see that, but for some reason, everyone yeah. I seem to know is like, oh, I'm going down to Florida. When? July? Well, yeah. yeah. So right. Okay. So you're going to go when it's 110 <laughs> degrees and, like, ridiculously humid. Good job. And probably storming. But anywho. But yeah, but we digress. We're a Cleveland podcast, not Florida, so let's stop talking about that. <laughs> uh, uh, just waiting other... off the swamp. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Gators. Just, <laughs> just keep them coming. But anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, one other thing to update before we get into our normal topics. Uh, we have a basketball team. Yes, we do. And not the Cavs. <laughs> the, oh. living, the living off the land basketball squad. Oh, Forgot you didn't know? Your ass better call, call somebody. somebody. Anyway, yeah, uh, our LOTL basketball team in the Strongsville Open Men's League on Sundays is one and zero with a eighty-seven to fifty-seven win <laughs> over the <laughs> over the Golden Gobblers. Uh, I don't know exactly what that means, what their team name means. I didn't ask them. I didn't want to. Sounds a little suggestive. It's a little weird. It could be turkeys. It could be something else. But case in point, you thrashed. Yeah, yeah, we did. We uh, I gobbled them up. I. Oh my! God. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you got a new one to add to that poll. Oh my gosh! Unfortunately, I can only. <laughs> you're you're gonna find out yeah. sooner or later that I just posted a poll. I'm gonna start keeping track of yeah. just things that Jordan says. Yeah. And. Um, yeah. So uh, we won eighty-seven to. Uh, 57. Did you play or did you not play? I did not play because I'm nursing oh, an ankle injury right gotcha. now that will not go away. That's really ticking me off. Uh, Jimmy did play, uh, our tech guy here. He scored 24 points. Ooh. He wasn't even our leader in scoring. Mm. Uh, we had uh, 
John Irwin, who went to John Carroll, played basketball there, actually oh. led us in scoring oh. um, with 25. So uh, it was it was a real good start. We have another game coming up on Sunday, and um, hoping to bring home another W and go to two and zero. So uh, we'll we'll be doing recaps on our on our season as we go along uh, through the season here, the next uh, couple months as season um, gets underway. So look out for that. I play in this too. I haven't played yet, but I will. Jordan plays. Yeah, he's he's gonna mi- he missed uh, last week. I'm gonna miss because I'm going to Chicago this, this weekend, but uh, I'll hopefully play in the next. So week, yeah, so. but uh, Jordan's gonna be like our super sub. I'll be Gerald Green. Yeah. One I, no, day I make nobody a couple include, three pointers. Gerald Green. The next the day I don't. Well, who, who would be the Gerald Cavs Green. equivalent? I don't know. I don't know who you play like that's on the Cavs. I'm not going to uh, say you're Kyle Korver. You're not a three-point no, shooter. No, I'm not Kyle Korver. <laughs> What's your strength? I drive to the basket, and I can defend. That's yeah, about it. I'm not getting into it. I don't, it. don't no, shoot. I don't yeah, shoot. I'm not getting so. into it right now, but yeah. Yeah. So, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I don't know. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Uh, <laughs> so, one thing that we have kind of been talking about that we wanted to get into before our actual topics is uh, the use of social media and people who uh, use their Twitter muscles in order to uh, formulate their arguments based off of somebody's uh, grammar on Twitter and social media. It's dumb. Now, Jordan, would you know anything about that? Yes, because I I don't do it as much anymore, but I used to get into frequent Twitter and Facebook fights, but I'm just done with that. Yeah, me and you get into one like once a week. That's, yeah, yeah. I still do it, like I said. I just don't do it as much. Um, One of my biggest pet peeves, not just in social media, but in life, is when someone will throw a red herring out there if you use poor grammar or the wrong word or spell the wrong your, your, your. It has nothing to do with your argument. It's all about the argument. It has nothing to do. I, I, and, and I get it. There are some times where that's funny. But a lot of times you'll see like an argument going like, and someone's getting destroyed. But then the person who's destroying the other person did the wrong your. Or they did the wrong whatever, you know, two. And then the person will respond and with just just keep responding with, well, you spelled this wrong, you spelled this wrong, with like, you know, correcting them. And it's yeah. like, it has nothing to do with the argument. Like, So so it's almost like like <coughs> when you're arguing with somebody and uh, they don't have any anything basically left in their argument right. and you happen to use the wrong use of your. Right, or, or are you, are you, um, or you just misspell a word. Exactly. 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 Because I mean, like here's that. the thing: when people are arguing on Twitter, they generally do it really fast, yeah. and you just right. I here's the thing: if if I mean, people want to argue and troll, that's one thing. Like arguing's fun, trolling is stupid, but it's a part of social media. But like, it, it's really annoying when like the person's clearly losing the argument, and they'll just start doing that, and then they'll keep circling everything back to your poor grammar. It's like I don't care. Like I really yeah. don't care about the poor grammar. Like I, it's social media. But yeah. I mean, all right. I mean, in all fairness, right? There's I, no fairness because it no, has no, nothing to do no, with no, the no, logic. No, no, no. All right, no, no. I need to ask because so. all right. Just I'm just gonna get that, this out there. I'm not a fan of Twitter. I'm just gonna I lay that out. I'm not a fan of Twitter. So I'm not even aware. Did, 
when you type something in Twitter, does it have autocorrect? Well, yeah, but sometimes okay, no, if you no, it doesn't have autocorrect. It depends on but your it, keyboard. No, it depends on your keyboard. But it'll it'll tell it'll tell you if you've misspelled something. Oh, that that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, red, yeah, you're right. Like, like right, in Microsoft Word, you have yeah. a little red exactly. scribbles. Exactly. But but so, sometimes it doesn't know the grammar, so you could use the wrong. Yeah, your door. phone has autocorrect. Yeah, so if you're on Twitter on your phone, that's your like, phone will do it. But Twitter trolls—they're famous for loving. Yeah. To re- they're famous for uh, correcting the wrong form of your. It has for, nothing to do with it. To anything. me, what what that is the equivalent to, if you're making some argument, no matter how grand it is, right. if you use improper grammar or you spell something wrong, that is the equivalent of walking up to a door that is a pull to open and you push on it. Well, yeah, but here's everyone, the thing. Just, everyone literally looks here's like, thing. oh, that right, guy's no, an idiot. All right, here's a good point. Here's a good point. Let's say you're arguing in person with someone and you walk up to a door. It's a push, but you tried to pull or vice versa. It would be like them being, well, the total dummy can't open the door. And you're like, okay, cool. But going back to when I was destroying you, it's like, oh, no, total dummy can't open the door. That's literally what it is. Because they find an opportunity. And it's like, whatever. Like, I, here's my two cents. If this actually gets you mad, then you just stop arguing. Which is kind of why I stopped arguing on social media. Because this kind of stuff is so frustrating. Like, this is one of the many aspects that's frustrating. But anyways, it's, it's dumb. People who do it, you're dumb. I uh, don't care if my listeners do it. You're dumb. <laughs> don't do that. Yes. Formulate a good argument. And then, yes. and then the thing. This, this came up because you and I were having a Twitter episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, uh, a friend of ours who's been on the show. Hannah. Hannah. Uh, New he, Vegas. The she, only friend who's been on the show yeah. so far. Well, we're all friends and we've yeah. always this, been on the we show. We have buddies. This, you know. So, but anyway, uh, so me and you were having this argument about, I don't even it was about the Cavs and the Rockets and who's, like, exactly play, who's played the tougher postseason schedule or something, whatever. And you used the word week. The wrong meant way, Meant to yeah. say W-E-A-K, but you spelled it W-E-E-K. <laughs> <laughs> and she jumped on you yeah. saying, if you're going to insult the Cavs, at least spell the uh, word right. Right, and I just kind of brushed it off. Right. Then later on, I was like, you know what? That was actually really dumb, Hannah. Well, okay. So I'm going to. It's okay. Hannah's cool. I'm going to defend her because she wasn't part of the argument. She was just trying to get under your skin. Oh, I know exactly. She wasn't using it. No, she was trying to trigger me. She wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't using it as a point of an argument because it was just me and you. I know. I know. And it did work because (laughs) you replied right away and said, "Oh, that." That's that's like the stupidest tactic anybody could ever make. But she wasn't part of the argument. No, I know, I know. So, no, it's, I mean, yeah. some of it's all in good fun, too. Like, I don't, like... Right. But, but if I'm you're obviously about, not actually mad at Hannah. Right. <laughs> but, like, say, but like if, if it was, say, somebody <clears throat> like somebody that you don't know, like some rando that decided to get into yeah, Twitter, which like, happens all whatever. The time, it's really yeah, stupid. and then they do it, and, and it's just ridiculous. But, like, but really, there's nothing... Oh. Even if somebody does it, there's nothing There's nothing you can the do to get them actually, to stop. The joke's actually on them. Here's the thing. When that happens, people who are against your argument are going to be like, whoa! People who are yeah. for your argument are going to be like, okay, that's dumb. Yep. And that's how it always is in social media. I mean, you could literally present, like, the actual... You could present a raw fact, and people are like, no, no, no! And then other people are like, well, that's, that's a fact. So, you know, it's social media. No, it's, it's people see what they want to see. It's so. dumb. Most social media is dumb. It is what it is. <laughs> But well, we can't get enough of it. Uh, I can't get enough of Twitter, I'll tell you that. I know, I can't either. But I anyway... Can, I can testify to that. <laughs> <laughs> I sit right next to Jordan at work. How many, <sighs> how many tweets do you think you have? Oh, good Ooh, Lord. I can check right now. I want to say, like, what, 17,000? I'm, I'm like, way past that mark. I think I'm at, like, eight or 9,000. I have... Let's see... Oh, wait. Does it not show it on... 
Okay. Well, anyway, oh, yeah. it doesn't show it on the phone version. Oh, it's a lot. No. So anyway, yeah. I'll, let, I'll let you guys know later because now I'm so that's, that's something we talked about, and uh, like we've said in previous episodes, we like to do a little bit of a trigger segment. That didn't really trigger trigger anybody. Like uh, not not like I trigger, but trigger. Trigger. But, but it was it was it was good like to kind of explain the viewpoint on on. Uh, I'm people, definitely people triggered. who use their Twitter muscles to uh, try and form an argument based off of uh, somebody typing really fast and misspelling a word or using right. a word in a different way. I'm like, definitely triggered right now, guys. Yeah, yeah, you can tell him with, by the uh, by the tone in his voice. His hands are shaking. I, I, yeah, he's like sweating, <laughs> holding it in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's transition here. That was great. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let, let's go into our new review format. Uh, let's talk about some of the places that we've been to uh, this past week. And uh, are you, are, are you I okay? I forgot that's actually loud. Yeah. So that, J- Jordan is uh, no wonder you were talking about mice earlier. You're like scavenging like a mu- like a mouse right now. I'm having a couple of nuts. Yeah, but... <sighs> <clears throat> but anyway, uh, yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about uh, let's see. In the intro, I said pizza brewery patio. So let's go in that order. Uh, let's talk about a pizza place that we actually not at the same time this week, this past week, but we all went to, we all went to this it, past yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is Harlow's in Lakewood. It is a Neapolitan style uh, pizza place. Um, really small place, uh, right on Madison. Um, Madison and I can't remember the crossroad. Yeah, so if it's in between Angelo's and Barrio, for those who know where those places are. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, I was thinking the same thing because I, for some reason, I was thinking heading. I thought it was farther east. No. No, it's actually west. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm wrong. It's okay. But no, it's yeah. So <laughs> anyway, it's just a small place. I mean, it's it's only got room for like maybe twenty people. They have a patio out back. Um, but yeah, there's literally only five things on their menu, and they're all pizzas. Uh huh. Um, you cannot change it, and you cannot change it. They all come in twelve inches. Yeah, you can't change the size. You cannot nope. change your toppings. Nope. It's five options. Yep. One size. Yep. And some people are gonna. Some people will find that controversial because yeah, mm-hmm. people like you know people like what they like, and it's very small. But it's a Neapolitan style pizza, so. You can get a margarita pizza. Yeah. Uh, you can get uh, a pizza marinara, which is like a margarita pizza except without the cheese. Yeah. Um, you can get a salami pizza, Very which good. is probably I didn't have it that t- time I went, but I did have that one. It's probably yeah, similar to like a pepperoni about. pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have a couple others. But oh, they have a white sauce pizza too. Yeah, there's right? a white yeah. sauce, another one that has uh, pistachio and arugula. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. But uh. So why don't we, I want to start off by saying what you don't go to this place for. This place is not, we're having a party, let's go get some pizza. Oh, yeah, yeah. This place is not, uh, if you have a family, this is not, oh, let's get pizza tonight, kids. Yeah. This place is not, um, you know, uh, let's bring a whole birthday party out and have a pizza night at a cool pizza place. It's yeah. too small and it's too specialty. Those aren't even cons. I'm just saying, no, like, don't use this place. Because we've seen some reviews <clears throat> online where people are criticizing yeah. the size of the pizza, how long it took for the pizza, and all this yeah. kind of nonsense. I'm like, yeah, this is Harlow's. Is, <laughs> Harlow's is like you go with a couple friends or yourself even, and you get one pizza. Yep. 
Or you could split a pizza, depending on how if you're not that hungry. But right. you know, this is not a traditional pizza place yeah. at all. Well, no. well, actually, it's not, yeah. well, okay, okay. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. By our standards, in American standards, it's, it's not. This is not like yeah. this is no Angelo's. You no. don't go there, you know, and get a giant. This is honestly a type of pizza place you would find in uh, Naples. <laughs> this is Napoli, actually traditional pizza. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like Dan said, people are used to what they're used to. And actually, a thing that I love, and that actually Jordan loves doing too. Before going to a place, I like looking at the worst reviews just to see, like, yeah. okay, what sort of things do people say? Because everyone always has something right. bad to say. And you can gauge pretty quickly whether people just have unreasonable expectations, um, outlandish complaints, yeah. things like that. And there were literally, I think, four or five complaints that were two stars or less. And they were <clears throat> pretty much just what we talked about people that were upset that you couldn't get a bigger pizza, <clears throat> that they didn't do delivery, yeah, like, you know, th things of this sort. And like Jordan said, all these things that they don't do, they're not cons, it's just their business model. This is what they do. Exactly, and what I really respect about this place is they went to Italy, took yeah. pizza making lessons or something, they visited pizza yeah. places in Italy, right. mm -hmm. in Naples, and on top of that, they got their oven from Italy, yeah. which I'm sure they could have gotten an oven here, but they really wanted to make sure that it was like, mm -hmm. could not be, you know not called authentic so i thought that's really cool uh the staff is well we'll get into the we'll get into that in a second but yeah i don't know guys uh, overall thoughts like i love my pizza i got the salami one me and Teresa got it before the game we split it up i will say next time i'll probably get my own because it's just a 12 inch pizza and i was i get pretty hungry sometimes <laughs> so i i could definitely use the whole pizza but it's still very good it's still very good and uh, it was delicious, uh, you know. I don't even know what go I couldn't tell you all the technical things they did right because I don't know. But based off of what Dan said, based off of what I've been reading about reviews on it, and the fact that they actually went to Naples to learn how to make this, it, it tastes really unique and it's something really special. Yeah, I, uh, so uh, I, I've been watching uh, one of the reasons why we're doing we're focusing on pizza. Is I've I've been watching these pizza documentaries on YouTube, and you know I'm Italian, so pizza is like a food staple for for me, family, whatever, um, along with every other person on the planet. But for me, like <laughs> like I take it more seriously because it is like, it's like tacos for, for yeah. Jordan and yeah. and uh, uh, Mexicans, and for Paul, whatever my people eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're Polish. Polish, pierogies. German, yeah, pierogies, pierogies, kilbasa, yeah, yeah stuff you know, like that. So it's something that I take seriously. Yeah. So I was watching one of these documentaries, and one of the things that one of the pizza like connoisseurs, like over there in, in Naples, says for a true Neapolitan pizza, um, if you squeeze the crust, the crust, if it bounces back, like if it, if it like uh, springs back, if it takes an yeah. L, it's got to bounce back. Right. Just like Big Sean said. Uh, it's it's good, and what what you like is it's it's not really overdone as far as being baked. It's got a little bit of crisp on the outside, but on the inside, it's really spongy. It's and then the, yeah. the top, when you bite into it with the with the uh, sauce and the cheese and everything, underneath the sauce, it's very still like wet and doughy a little bit. Right, it's not raw, but it's still wet. Right, yeah. you know, because you're using a you're not using like a really pasty tomato sauce. Like you're using crushed right. tomatoes. There's yeah. still a lot of moisture in it, and it's a very thin crust. Right. So it's going to be cooked through. Well, the crust isn't thin. 
Well, I mean, sorry, not the, crust. The yeah, dough on the, yeah, yeah. The, body, yeah. the body of the pizza. Yeah. And this is one of the things that I noticed in reviews. People would say, oh, the pizza's soggy. It's like, well... <laughs> It's, it's a Neapolitan pizza. pizza. Yeah, you have to know it's, what you're. Yeah, you have to know where you're. It's going. like when people what? complain about the proper pig, how the ribs didn't fall off the bone. It's like, well, well if ribs you know don't anything fall off the about bone. that. It's no, not supposed to. The, like, one of the guys, by the way, he was talking about people who have had this pizza and say it's good. It's clearly never been to Italy. Well, buddy, clearly you've never been to Italy. So, right. yeah. well, and there's different types of pizza too. Like Teresa tells me all the time, <clears> like. In many parts of Italy, I guess they don't even eat pizza. Like they don't even really eat any type of pizza. Like and yeah, well, it's it, it's so like I said, I've been watching so these different than the American like stuff, so Rome and Naples is a, about yeah. an hour and a half away from each other. The, the The way that pizza is cooked in Rome compared to Naples is yeah. like completely different. It's mm-hmm. so stark. The difference is so stark. Uh, in Rome, everything is crunchy. Everything is okay. cooked like the it's crispy. It's mm-hmm. thin. It's you know. <laughs> In Naples, everything is more fluffy, more doughy, you know, uh, it's more chewy. Um, so it's like the stark differences yeah. are so vast it's... in like the way that uh, people make pizza over in Italy. So, and and neither are anything like how our, you know, chain pizza places make no. pizza over here. No, like it's not even close. Like, yeah, if you like, like, if, if you like, uh, say... The way that Domino's makes their pizza, mm-hmm. and that's how you like it, you're not going to like Harlow's. Right. No. But if, but if you're open to what pizza actually is, and you're open to the different ways that, I'm going to say the homeland, because that's where <laughs> my family's from, make pizza, Harlow's nails it. I mean, I, I posted a picture on social media, and I had people that have been to Italy, like friends from around here that yeah. have either vacationed in Italy or honeymooned or whatever, saying, that looks exactly like the pizza I had uh, in Italy. Yeah. So that that's that's awesome for me. Like that's, and I just I don't know about you, but I just thought it was a fun experience. Like you get to watch yeah. them make it right in front of you. Right. Well, if you sit at the bar, the mm-hmm. little bar they have, and it's fun. Like the dude's so into it. The one guy that was making it that night. Did um, he have a beard? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's the owner. Yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah, and, I remember uh, thinking, yeah. we were talking to him a little bit, and he was actually a barber. Oh, okay. Before doing he, this, yeah. he, okay. Ne- he he like. I think Paul asked him the question, how long have you been making pizza? No, first we asked him, yeah. when did you guys open? He said yeah. October last yeah. year. And he goes, oh, okay. And Paul, I think Paul asked him, how long have you been making pizza? He's like, October. Uh, like, oh, okay. seriously, this yeah. is... And we were like, what? And he was like, you were there. I mean, yeah. the way he was making it, the way he was stretching out the yeah. dough, oh, yeah, the way he was, yeah. you know, all that. And when he was actually cooking it in the oven, yep. like the wood fire oven, it's like the dude looked like he's been doing that like his whole life exactly basically. yeah he really studied it well <clears throat> but like you said he like him and i i believe his wife who i think was the, the bartender yeah mm-hmm. um they said they went to italy and took you know took yeah. classes and stuff and just learned yeah. over there like how pizza is actually supposed to be made yeah and their their uh pizza margarita was just i mean incredible the sauce on that pizza oh. was the best sauce I've ever had on any pizza here. That, and I, that's and, awesome. Yeah, it was no, no question. I mean, and just like touching on that too, just the simplicity of it all. Like you said, the menu is so small. Um, the place is very, um, very clean, very straightforward. I mean, you walk in, you literally see everything they have to offer. Yeah. The oven's right there for you to watch and make the pizza. You look at the bar, you literally see every drink that's available to you. It's not some massive beer list, massive wine list, blah, 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 blah. If you don't know within a handful of minutes what you're going to get, you're the most indecisive person in the world. And me, I'm a huge fan of simplicity, especially when it comes to doing things the traditional way, because that's, you know, that's how you really get a taste for it. So especially trying out a pizza place, 
you know, you want to be able to try out their margarita pizza, their pepperoni pizza, just something very sim- simple to see how yep. to do it. Absolutely. That's all they do. Yeah. And, no, seriously, like you said, the sauce, unbelievable. The yeah. crust, it's just, it all just worked together beautifully. Paired with an Italian beer, uh, beer Peroni, I think it was. Peroni. Peroni. It, it, seriously, yeah. I want to take that place. I told Dan, I want to take that place and put it right by the beach. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. Now, obviously, we wouldn't be able to get in because there'd be a line out the door every single day. Yeah. But, I mean, seriously, like, this is the kind of place that it's just like, you know what? It, I freaking love it. Yeah. So let's yeah, go into the really let's good. go into the metrics yep. then, guys. Uh, so service. I thought the service was very good. Um, yeah. The, the, the two ladies that helped us were super sweet and super nice. Uh, you know, they explained a little bit about the pizza to me and Teresa, and then I thought... The guy who makes the pizza, I mean, he's yeah. the owner, he's, so, he's hustling. And what time did you go, like, during the day? We went at, like, 5.30. Okay. Yeah. So, we went at 5. five. Yeah, we got there right when they okay. opened. They open at 5, yeah. and they close at, like, during the week, like, 10, 11, something like that. And then, yeah. on the weekends, it's, like, midnight. Yeah. I think. I think so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we got there right when it opened. And there, so, there was there was a couple other people in there. But, uh, but yeah, it was, it was just... Uh, it was really good. You know, they were attentive because it's so small. We were mm-hmm. right. We sat at the bar, so obviously they're going to be attentive, and the the pizza making station well, is right, right there. Right. So, but yeah. but I but I thought it was good. Yeah, but, and awesome. well, and also they they appreciated us like asking them about why they were doing what they do, and they even shared yeah. some of their concern with the fact that what they're doing is not what we're used to in America, like you said, with pizza shops and delivering stuff like that. So they're very appreciative of people coming in and giving them a try because they're yeah. really trying to do something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, prices, um, what do you guys think? I th- it's a little on the expensive side, but you're getting what you pay for. Um, that's how yeah. I would put it. I mean, what was so, like twelve to fifteen for a, p- a twelve inch pizza? I think the most expensive pizza no, it was, was 13, four, thirteen. Thirteen or fourteen? 13, yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe yeah. Thirteen, and then the Peroni was four bucks. So mm-hmm. I so, I mean, with a tip, I ended up spending like twenty bucks. But I mean, that's you know, that was my dinner. Plus, I you know, I didn't have to get a beer. Same right. Beer. But yeah. I you know, I thought it was. You know, I got a pizza myself, and you know it was filling and everything. So I, yeah. you know, I didn't have to like look for something to eat later. Like it was so. Yeah. It was it was good. So I, I thought it was okay. It's more than your average twelve inch pizza, but you're yeah. paying for the the craftsmanship. You're, yeah, right. you're paying for the the labor, the quality. Oh, the quality too. Yeah. 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 So we were talking about quality. Um, I don't really think we need to go much more into detail. No, we've really already good. given pretty very yeah. high quality. Um, I didn't have any of the mixed drinks, but apparently they're supposed to be good as well. Yeah. So when we want um, when we walked in there, uh, the bartender was cutting up a watermelon, yeah. and they were making. She was making like a watermelon fresca like type drink. Okay. I mean, okay. we didn't try it, but yeah, I knew they did. We, uh, we didn't have any. But it looked really good. Mm-hmm. And then they they ju- they don't have anything on draft. Right, um, it would be all. But they bottles. have like, they, and they just have like domestic five or six different yeah. bottles. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have your normal domestics. They have, uh, they have a cerveza. Like, I think they have Pacifico. Yeah, like, yeah, I think it was. Pacifico. And then they have uh, Peroni, which is an Italian yeah. like lager. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, okay. Uh, we already talked about portion sizes, so yeah. you know, if, for if one you, person, if, if, you're, if it, you're going there for dinner and you're right. hungry, get a pizza to yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And That's you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. They don't That's have appetizers. They don't yeah. have salads. So, you, so don't, have, yeah, don't expect yeah. for breadsticks. Or right, yeah. <laughs> like, don't get, gonna, like, you're, you're not going to get garlic knots you're or something before. You're not going to get salad. Side salad. Yeah, Vibes and atmosphere. Personally, I love the, like, kind of southwestern or northern Mexican style. Yeah, that was really interesting, and Paul brought that up. was, like, it looks like you're in a pizza place in, like, 
either Arizona or like Mexico. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't get a chance to like ask them about what what their thought process was with the decor and everything because it's I, it's literally. Uh, uh, I I read online an Italian pizza place. Yeah, I read online in a okay. same article that because <clears throat> they asked him why they did that, and he said he didn't want it to be you walk in and roughly quoting him because I yeah. find it fascinating. He said, "I don't want it to be where you walk in and you hear Dean Martin on the radio and you see like a you know like a, a fat looking chef statue or something, <laughs> like, or some again roughly quoting him." But he wanted to just have a totally different vibe. Yeah. Oh, um, you and uh, you know, check out the, the scene article if you want to know exactly what he said. But that's what he, I read in the article. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, but did you like it? I thought it was cool. I thought it was a fun vibe in there. Yeah, yeah, really yeah I liked it. it. And then I, I mean, obviously, I want to go back, but right. uh, I want to go back when it's when it's not so hot. I mean, right. It was ninety degrees yeah. when we went. It was that my high. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I want I want to eat on the patio. Mm-hmm. Right. The patio. Looks yeah, I do have well a cute looking patio. Yeah, there he is again. It's cute. Right. Cute. Oh my word! You guys are haters. <laughs> All right. So what are we gonna rate this out? What are we? We can't just do slices. We gotta do something a little more creative. Uh, Salamis. Basil leaves. Basil leaves. <laughs> How many basil leaves out of five would you rank this? I'm um, I'm five. It's one of the best pizzas I've ever had. No, I'm easily a five. Yeah. I'm gonna go with five out of five too because I had nothing wrong to say about the way it tasted. Yeah. Right. Nothing. So, and I have nothing. I mean, that's kind of weird. We all did a five me, out of five. Well, well to me, I mean, like the decor. I didn't dislike it. It's a, it was a little weird for me because yeah. obviously I'm Italian. I'm used to a right. pizza place, especially one that's serving traditional Italian pizza to look like an Italian pizza place. So it, does, it didn't look like that, but I understand what they're going for. Yeah. Um, so I don't really have anything against it. So if I were to knock it at all, just for my personal preference, it didn't look like right. a traditional pizza shop. That even, I, I've never been to Italy, but just watching the documentaries and seeing yeah. like whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I get that. But I understand what they're doing. So. Yeah. yeah. Cool, guys. Yeah, and I'm glad we all got to got to go there. That's a place that uh, we kind of discovered on a whim. Yeah, me and Teresa were walking past it, and we were like, we always thought it was a coffee shop. We we're like, oh, yeah, like a pizza. Place. Well, because like the name Harlow's, like it just doesn't it give doesn't off. Doesn't seem like it's not like Harlow's Pizzeria. It's not like yeah, it literally Mancini's just says Harlow's. Or yeah, something. it looks like you walk by it, it looks like a coffee shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but but yeah, definitely check them out. It's it's worth it. Well it's worth your time. Worth yeah, uh, you know right. what else is worth your time. Brewery? Breweries. <laughs> Jordan loves breweries. Jordan um, loves beer. No, this guy. Um, so we were supposed to visit Forest or Terrestrial Brewing, which we will probably next week. I was not able to make it this week. Um, had a busy week. But we did get to go to Nano's. Uh, well, we've all been to Nano's. Nano before. Well, I have. Um, Nano Oh, brew. my bad. Nano Brew before. Yep. Dan has. Yep. Me and Dan have gone many times. I went again this week, so I figured we'd use that. Uh, it's a good... It's a good, it's a good one to get in there. Anyways, um, Nano Brew is, they have their own beer, but they mainly specialize, I would say, in yeah. promoting and selling other yeah. craft beer. Well, they're actually a branch of Market Garden. Right. They're so owned by they have a lot McNulty. of Market Gardens. Yeah. And then, um, I was reading, uh, you know, doing episode research because I've been there, but I also yeah. wanted to read up on kind of what they have sure. right now and. Um, even their own like nano brews are some of them are based off of or are a twist of some of Market Gardens. Right. Mm. So you're um, essentially yeah. So they have a uh, 
they have an IPA-ish type. Nano has their own IPA-ish type. That's like a twist yeah. off of Market Garden Citra Max. Yeah, I've had that one. <clears throat> so, so yeah, it was interesting. But sorry, I've had that one. No, no, that's fine. I've had that one many times. Uh, they also had another IPA that I've had before. Um, uh, but it's a fun place. Me, me and Dan have talked about how we think the patio in the back is one of the best. I city. love their patio. It's like it's my layers. favorite. Pa- yeah, it's, it's like my multi layers. They have uh, TVs for, and stuff out yeah. there. Like for like late summer, early fall. Yeah. If you're going there late at night, yeah. uh, they have a fire pit upstairs. Yeah. Huh. And that's like I, yeah. I love I love it. I love it's the way great. it's laid out. Um, everything about that. It's my favorite patio. But and the yeah. inside's cool too. The inside, yeah. There's nothing against the inside. Um, the food. They have a lot of food. Uh, it's pretty good. I've had it many times. Yeah, they have good food um, there. I like the food. For sure. Um, I mean, it's a fun place. My main thing is I just love, uh, I'm a big fan of Market Garden, so I, yeah. you, know, you can get a ton of Market Garden there. So Yeah, And obviously sure. it's basically, a, I don't want to say subsidiary of Market Garden, but it's it's kind of no. a branch yeah. off yeah, in, yeah. in mm-hmm. many ways. Yeah. Was it, was it, um, did it start that way or did Market Garden like that I don't absorb know. them? That Not I don't absorb know. them, but I kind of took them over. I could be completely wrong, but my if I remember correctly, it's just another one of McNulty's okay. creations. Okay. It's possible he bought them out. I don't remember, yeah. though. No, but um, it, yeah, it's it's really cool. I like. I've watched games. Yeah. I've gone there for games. Yeah, I've just gone there for a meal. Uh, I've gone there on nights. I've gone bar hopping and just ended up there. Chill. Exactly. It's just it's just really cool. Well, it's like, right there in the place. strip, so you're yeah. You can yeah. go get dinner somewhere else if you don't want to get the yeah. food there. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a good place. Uh, definitely one of my favorite places to go to in Ohio City. Uh, we can go through the metrics. Yeah, let's do it. Service. Service is here's the thing. It's always so crowded. The service is a hit or a miss, but that's not like I'm not saying it's 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 bad. I'm just saying that. Um, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what everybody's laughing stop. at. The service. The service. My voice does that. You went real high. I'll go like really real high. Fast. That was good because I don't know why I feel like we're like. Uh, 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 the Gotta get everybody lit up. <laughs> um, the service is good. You know, it's because um, we're not drinking while we're, we're recording. We're drinking water, Dan. It's healthy. Uh, the service is Beard. good. I don't want to knock the service. It's just every time I've been there, it's been so busy. So hmm. it's tough. But yeah. it's not bad. They're good. They'll, they'll, no. they're, they're good people. Uh, yeah, for sure. They'll do a good job. Um, the prices are high. Um, but you're in Ohio City, so I can't knock them for that. Yeah. It's, they're, honestly, they're about average. I yeah. shouldn't even say they're high because they're not. Yeah. It's not high. It's just you're not going to, you know, you go to a dive bar in the suburbs, it's going to be half the cost. You right. Can. But but you're getting better food. You're getting better beer. You're getting better food. Better food. Yeah. Um, so it's decent. And, you know, and I wouldn't even say it's bad. I'd say it's what you can expect in Ohio City. Sure. I would put the beer quality very high. Uh, their prosperity, Market Garden's prosperity, and Citra Max are some of my favorite Cleveland beers. So obviously, I think very high. Yeah, quality. prosperity is my favorite beer yeah. in Cleveland. Uh, it, yeah, and um, the food is very high quality too. No, it's just your average American gastro pub yeah. fare or whatever right. you want to call it. Um, never had their mixed drinks there, so I wouldn't know nope. what to say for that. I, yeah, um, I don't go to breweries for mixed exactly. drinks. Exactly. <laughs> if you're going to breweries for mixed drinks, then you're doing it like, wrong. So. I, I understand some people are gluten-free right. and stuff, you know, whatever. And they that's can. fine. Yeah. But I would never expect a brewery to make an amazing craft drink right. because I eat it. <laughs> Portion sizes are good. I mean, there's nothing wrong yeah. with it. The beer sizes are very, uh, you know, usual yeah. sizes. Uh, food sizes are good, too. Vibes and atmosphere are probably ooh, way up there. I love it. Yeah, like, I, I mean, like we, like we touched on with the patio, yeah. it's, it's my favorite patio. Uh, inside, they do a really good job. This might sound a little silly to some, 
but I love the music they play there. They yeah, I was going to mention that. Really they, good they, music. Yeah, right. it it seems like they're always playing the right type of right. type of jams. Right. Because I've been there when it's really crowded, and they're playing like some more hip hop or stuff, yeah, which is bro. cool. And I've been there on like weeknights, and they're just playing like acoustic stuff or yeah. something. And it just it always like fits. Nineties like, They know they know how to like fit yeah. it with the uh, with who's uh, there. I said jams. You did say jams. <laughs> Oh boy! All right, so uh, ratings. What are we gonna rate this as? Um, How many taps? Oh, okay. Yeah, taps. How many taps out of five? How many taps out of five? I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them four out of five. um, Just because uh, while the food's good, it's not my favorite food in the city in that part of town. Uh, Not even a knock on the food. It's just not. This is personal. Is a personal rating. Four out of five. Highly recommend it. You should definitely go there. Um, yeah. I, I, I would say the same thing. Um, I would say four. I might go a touch above that. Uh, but um, I agree with you. Like, food's good. And the first time I went there was to go for the food. But any time after that, I I haven't gone because, like, I just oh, don't think I need, it's their I need, strongest to, I need thing, to go yeah. get dinner. Like, right. okay, let's go to Nano. It, it, the the no. food is probably the most expensive part there. Yeah. Like, I, like if like if I'm, I'm going there with my friends to get a drink, and if right. we get, like, a pretzel. Uh, appetizer. Something, or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> but I, I, I've only, the only time I've gone there was the first time I ever went there to get, like, sit down, get a meal. It's usually just before a game, grab a drink. After a game, grab a drink. Um, if you're out, you know, and you, you're in Ohio City, you stop in there for a drink, <clears throat> or you hang out on their patio or whatever. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah, cool guys, awesome. Yeah, expect Forest City or Terrestrial next week for the brewery. So there you go. We'll be back with that, Paul. All right, yeah. I uh, feel like you have a patio you need to talk about. <laughs> no, I what didn't. a great segue. Mm. Just <laughs> solid, seamless. That was pretty seamless. Anywho, um, so yeah, no, it's um, you know like we've said, part of the reason why we're picking these you know these topics for food is because of just inspiration. So obviously with the summertime, warm weather, patio that goes hand in hand. I also feel that warm weather also just goes hand in hand with cookouts, barbecue, things like that. So I've been really looking forward to trying uh, Woodstock barbecue in Lakewood, <clears throat> and got together with a couple friends of mine the other night and just you know went there for kind of like a later dinner and you know so you get there and it's a it's an interesting little place the decor is very like eclectic like a lot of barbecue places it's very rich in like wood paneling um wood wooden decorations things of that sort i don't know that would necessarily say there was a theme at least not one that i noticed i really didn't spend too much time inside because we sat on the patio um but you know it's it's nice it's interesting it looks good it's not you know, I'm not saying it yeah. looks terrible inside. Looks like a, they redesigned it too. Okay. Uh, it used to be a dive bar. Okay. And, and there's a lot of Cleveland thing, things in there yeah. too. So that's nice. Um, and then the patio, it's right there, you know, outside yeah. on Madison. Yeah. And I mean, it was beautiful weather. I swear though, we picked, either we picked the windiest day or we just picked <laughs> like the, the patio just happened to be on the wrong side of the building. Cause like literally we just had this channel of wind. There you go. <laughs> the whole time. It, it, it was fine. It wasn't, you know, I'm not complaining about it. It was just interesting. I just literally felt like, I don't know, we just drew a short straw that day. Um, but no, so went there and... I've been here too, by the way, so, right, so we'll, we'll compare. In a yeah, this is, yeah, this is going to have a little I bit have of, not. Right. But someday, dumb. but someday he dumb. will be. Oh, dumb. Jeez. My bad. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> Gosh. 
Captain Energy over here. Yeah. I got energy. Got a lot of energy. You really don't today. I, I'm... No, you're dragging. You seem tired. I'm trying my best. Anywho. Do you need a beer? No, I don't. All right. I need food. Okay, okay I'm going to jump back on track here. <laughs> um, you always do this when I'm doing a review, by the way. I, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Triggered. Um, but no, so, all right, in terms of ordering food, their menu is very straightforward. It's a little... I feel like it's a little expansive for a barbecue menu. That's not to say that it's a large menu. I just feel like it's a little... I'm used to going to a barbecue place, or at least places I like going to. It's these are the meats, these are the sides. Got a couple apps, and that's it. It's it's pretty similar to that. Um, there are quite a few options. Like I said, it's not necessarily a terrible thing, just more than I'm used to. I started off with a smoked jalapeno, smoked stuffed jalapenos. It's I take on jalapeno poppers, and that's actually something I've been wanting to do myself, like in my mm -hmm. own time. So this was a chance to try it. Um, they weren't bad. They they were smoky. They had a good flavor. I will say the bacon looked like it was store bought bacon. So, well, explain what you mean by store bought too. So that might, a lot. Some people might not understand. So store bought bacon. Some of it depends on how it cooks, but a lot of times with store bought bacon, it's a very 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 thin slice. So it cooks up quickly. It also crisps real quickly, and it gets kind of like that uniform dark brown all the way through. Right. As right. opposed to say like if you go somewhere, if you go to like the market and you get some house-made bacon, it's yep. really thickly sliced. You'd, you'd have to cook it for a long time to even try to get it that color. Right. But even then, it it has a lot of waves in it. It has a lot of textures in it. This stuff laid like really flat. Nice. So, you know, it's bacon's bacon. We like bacon for what it is. I mean, right. we eat bacon on fast food burgers that taste that has a texture of a crispy shoestring we still like ooh bacon <laughs> so I don't know I it kind of gave me a preview of like what was to come I think uh, just as far as quality it's not bad I just feel like there's a few things that might be lacking a little bit so yeah. after that I opted to get uh, their two meat option you get to pick a side comes with cornbread so I went for ribs and brisket I feel like those are staple just you know those are my mm. two points in testing a barbecue place are the ribs and brisket because yeah. those are those are difficult oh yeah those are really right. difficult and I always get mac and cheese. I always try mac and cheese. And I love trying coleslaw, so I got myself a side of slaw. Um, you know, it comes out, it's, it's plenty of food, more than enough food. Uh, mac and cheese, it's good. Uh, the thing I noticed was that the cheese sauce was a little bit gritty. Um, like if you make a roux and you try to, like when you make a gravy, you take flour and fat, you cook it down, you add your liquid and things like that. Um, it was a little gritty, and it wasn't necessarily. I don't always. Ex I don't expect things to necessarily be like piping hot, especially if you're right. getting barbecue, because a lot of sides are done ahead of time right. and it's brought out to you. It wasn't the warmest. It was kind of like it was warm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm, um, and a little sweet. That uh, was a bit odd. It was a little <laughs> bit sweet. There was a, what was it? It was a type of like meat jam or something on top of it, but like oh, throughout okay. the entire yeah. mac and cheese. Meat jam. I mean, it was good. It was just. It was a lot different than what I was expecting. So what you know? exactly is a meat jam? That's actually a very good question. You can make meat jams, tomato jams, onion jams. I mean, pretty oh. much it's you take anything with a bunch of sugar and cook it there down. There you go. Yeah. Um, okay. Sorry. So, no, that's fine. Uh, coleslaw, creamier than what I'm used to. Still good. Um, not slaw that you buy in a bag. Uh, right. Had a lot of celery seed. I love celery seed and coleslaw. So, you know, good coleslaw. Mm. Um, brisket, 
the cut was a bit off, and so a lot of times when I go to a barbecue place, they ask if you want the lean end or the fatty end. Yeah. They didn't ask, they just gave me a slice of brisket. Right. <laughs> and What did they give you? So there was some fat on it. I wouldn't personally call it the fatty end. Yeah. So, and also the way it was cut, the cut was a little uneven, so you end up like having like a real fat bottom and a really thin top, if that makes sense. Mm. And so, I mean, it's, it's still a good slice. I'm not complaining about that. Right. But you really couldn't, for me, I really couldn't taste the rub. And really? not really. There really wasn't like a strong flavor when it came to the brisket. And I mean, the meat was tender. I could pull it apart. The meat was perfectly tender, but it was also a little bit dry. Yeah. So... You know, I mean, I, yeah. I give them points for, you know, tender. Like I said, I could pull it apart easily. Right. And when I did get to the fatty part, that was delicious. That was really good. But for the rest of it, it was kind of like, you know, eh, lacking a little bit. The My favorite part was the ribs. I thought the ribs were done really well. Yeah. They had, um, there was a lot of rub on them, and it had a little bit of a sweetness to it. I'm pretty diverse when it comes to rubs. I'll do savory, I'll do sweet, whatever it might be. And I know Jordan even said, like, their style, they kind of blend styles. And right, and I'll get to that in a second. Yeah, so there's a little bit of a sweetness to it. My main beef with And um, I, I was actually even able to pull the bone out clean. Yeah. But it wasn't falling off the bone. Yeah. And, you know, it still had a good body to it. It, it was good flavor. I mean, and everything had, you know, smoke flavor, so that wasn't lacking. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, again, you could say I'm being a little nitpicky, but... I've had some like really, really good barbecue before. So there's just certain metrics that you're able to measure it against and say like, okay, you, you know, you've got it up to this point, but there's this just one thing that, you know, needs to improve a little bit. Yeah. So assuming you're done with your main summary. Yeah. I mean, as far as. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to more in a second, but yeah. my, here's the thing. I've been to Woodstock. It's not bad. Like I didn't leave thinking, oh, that was gross. Um, <laughs> but they, I've feel they don't know and the owners might laugh at me for saying this i don't care I, I this is what i feel i feel like they don't know what type of barbecue they are um it, it, i was reading online that they had kind of been they said they had visited memphis barbecue places and kansas city barbecue places all i love all barbecue but you guys know i'm a loyalist to like central texas style barbecue yeah that's what i grew up in, on um but my my uh, my thing my thing with with Woodstock is it's not really they don't really know what type they are exactly which I find very problematic because mm-hmm. then you're mixing different styles and methods and it's hard to pinpoint us they have way too much on the menu um, I think which is fine again I'm not saying like I'll I'll go to Famous Dave's and I'll still enjoy it like but you know if we're gonna get picky here. Um, right. The brisket was disappointing to me. It wasn't how I liked it necessarily. Uh, Central Texas style, which I like best, is usually a very minimalist rub. Salt and pepper, salt sometimes pepper. garlic. Mm-hmm. Salt, pepper, and yeah. smoke. Yep. Then you smoke it over a mesquite <coughs> or, uh, or oak or sometimes hickory, but those are usually what it is. Very slow, very low. And they, they, you, you get the option of lean or fatty. Mm-hmm. I love the fatty. I can also get with the lean as well. Um, then, you know, Texas also has, like, beef ribs. Sausage is a big deal. You know, they have, they have a pulled pork and all the other stuff. The main yeah. thing with Texas style is they don't do it. They don't load it with sauce. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't have a crazy rub. It's very simple, usually. Yeah, um, yeah so those are the main tenants. Uh, and, oh, sauce in general is... It's usually one sauce, like a yeah. house sauce. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not like, oh, you get four or five sauces. I think know? they're... 
There are three on our table. I yeah. think they have four. Yeah, and that's not surprising to me because they're mixing different things. Um, right, so they have a different... I, I don't know if they have their... The quality of the meat just wasn't there, in my opinion. I yeah. think it's nowhere near what the proper pork or Mabel's puts out. Um, this is not saying this is a bad place to go to. I highly encourage everyone to go there. I enjoyed the food when I went there. I'm oh, just definitely. saying it's not going to be what I was looking for. No, I'm of, I'm of the opinion that it's yeah. it's a good barbecue place. I think that maybe just with more time and if maybe they narrow things a little bit, that it will, it will get better. It's not bad in any way, shape, or form. I've had... Right. Like literally like the worst barbecue imaginable. Right. And this is nowhere near that. It's a very good place. So um, just brushing over metrics. When I went, service, um, you know, it's, it's a slower night. There weren't that many people there, but the service was outstanding. I mean, the bartender was very friendly. She showed me out to the patio. Uh, the one server, she asked, do you want cushions for your seats out here? We just kind of took them inside because it was really windy that day. We ended up with five glasses of water, even though there were only four of us. Mm. Um, kept checking on us. Service was great. They were extremely oh, friendly. Yeah. So I was really yeah, I didn't have an that. issue with the service at all. No, so I was really pleased with that. Um, prices, you know, prices are clean cut, straightforward. I'm a big fan of that. Just, you know, no like 559 or right. things like that. It's 5, 4, 12, 9, things yeah. like that. Yeah. And, you know, for the plate that I got, I honestly didn't need like the additional side of slaw i just wanted to try it mm -hmm. so for 12 bucks you get two meats cornbread a side and it comes with pickles and uh, pickled onion you know pricing i you know pretty good pricing i don't see any problem with the pricing necessarily right yeah it was it was pretty average you could pick a bone maybe with an appetizer too see what i did there pick a bone oh pick a bone but even <laughs> but even then <laughs> not really <laughs> 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 we need to have a laugh track. Ah. <laughs> um, so, you know, portions, you know, prices, prices are good. I think the prices are fine. Mm -hmm. Quality, like you said, Jordan, I'm yeah, with that's you. That's my main beef. Is a, is you can tell just some of the things. Their that identity. They don't know what they are. Because other places, like, they'll really showcase, like, we use this, we use that. This place, I feel like a couple of things, you know, the quality of it could step right. up a little bit. Um, portion sizes and um, portion sizes are good. Uh, you'll you'll be full. It's a barbecue place. <laughs> You're not gonna full. leave. Yeah. As far as atmosphere, like I said, I didn't spend too much time inside to like really get a feel. But it's it's an inviting place. It's got some interesting decor. Well, one thing I did like about it is they didn't try to be hokey and just like have some yeah. like you know Texas stuff in it or whatever. And they didn't try to have like country music just blaring like no. You know no. they 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 just are themselves, which I think is cool. Yeah, and um, I get I give I give yeah. a lot of props for that. So, you know that's like. You know, overall summary of the place. Yeah. How many uh, how many bones would you rank it? How many bones? Since you out brought of five? that word up, out of five. Um, I'll give it four. Okay. I feel like it's between. So you have like you know, kind of like your chain places, places that they'll put out like you know stuff that kind of tastes good. It's not necessarily high quality barbecue. It's okay. And then you have your real high end barbecue places like a Mabel's or Proper Pig. I feel like this is like in between. It's in that fine place where. You're definitely better than your run-of-the-mill yeah. places, stuff like that. Definitely way better than that. But you're, in my opinion, you're not quite at like the highest level yet. Right. I feel like you're close. I feel like you're close. Yeah. So, uh, I'm gonna do three and a half out of five. Three and a half. Um, gonna cut one of them bones in half. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm cutting one of them bones in half. Um, just disappointed that they didn't pick a regional style because there's so many regional styles, and every one when I've been in the region is so good in its own way. Um, so that bums me out. 
I honestly just didn't think when I went, which was to be fair over a year ago, so it's maybe improved since then. I just didn't feel like the meat quality was at the same level as other places. Yeah. Uh, not saying don't go there. I'm saying go there. It's a good place, but it's just not what I was looking for. All right. So uh, we've gone through some stuff here. Um, we do have some sports to cover, so maybe we can just peruse through some of the stuff real quick. Um, yeah. It's just we've just had a lot to fill in. So. Yeah. Why don't you want to? Here, so tell you what, uh, we're just going to peruse real quick through some activities. Again, like I said, we just had a lot to cover yeah. today. Do you want me to just burn through the festivals and events? Yeah, hit it, Let's hit it do it! Quick. We're going to burn through this, guys! Alright, start burning. I need to really stop the contrasting emotions. Yeah, it's yeah. wow, good lord. It's getting weird! Talking All right. about food, you're like... Alright, <laughs> folks. Alright. <laughs> activities! Alright, guys. Um... As you all know, we now do a, a event and festival coverage preview, and that begins right now. So, the first thing on the menu, going on, June 2 to 3, uh, second to third. I'm sorry, I'm five. I'm, I'm, I'm a five-year-old, what can I say? <laughs> Coming up at June 2 to 3. June 2 <laughs> June 2 to 3, folks. June 2 to 3. <laughs> all right. That's the funniest thing I've heard all week. Wow. June 2 to 3. June 2nd through 3rd. <laughs> so, we it's, have the, so it's every every day through June from 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. June 2nd through 3rd. That's Saturday and Sunday. The Hessler Street Fair in University Circle. Um, it's actually the 49th annual Hessler Street Fair. So it's been going on for a while. It's a 1960s hippie-style street fair in University Circle on Hessler Court, south of Euclid. Um, there is food, games, contests, and music, and more. There's a lot more. Uh, we're going to provide the link as well, so you'll check that out later. Uh, sounds like a fun time. Uh, Laurel Live. Laurel School's... When does, that, when does that happen? So this is <laughs> June 9 through 10. Uh, <laughs> 9 through 10. June 9 through 10. That's a little later um, in the day. Yeah. Uh, so this is actually the week after, but I want to tell people now because get your tickets now. They're probably going to sell out soon. Yeah, I've, heard, I've heard of yeah. this. So um, this is actually a pretty legitimate. I've never been there. Yeah, it's a pretty. I've never. Yeah, yeah it's a pretty legitimate festival. Uh, it's on Laurel Schools in Cleveland, Shaker Heights uh, campus. Uh, it's a two-day festival on Saturday and um, on Sunday, and it's going to feature Foster the People, Fits and the Tantrums. Cold War Kids, X Ambassadors, Trombone, Sh Trombone oh, wow. Shorty, and Orleans Avenue, Lights, and many more bands. Those I just highlighted Fit, the ones that I figured. Fits in the Tantrums is one of my like closet jam. like yeah. yeah. I love Fits uh, in the Tantrums. I love their jams. You know, I'm actually, I love their jams. They got great <laughs> jams. I'm a huge Foster the People fan. Been yeah. for a long time. Pumped and, up uh, kicks. I've seen them live and they're super fun live. They, they alone would be the worth, worth the price of admission. Yeah. Uh, Cold War Kids is fun. Uh, I've never seen them, but I love their music. Trombone, Trombone Shorty, I'm not into jazz, but I've heard a lot of his music because I have some friends that are into it. He's really iconic, apparently, in the jazz scene, so that's a big act to see. Uh, Lights is a fun, she's just a fun, like, electronic musician. Would you consider him zany jazz? No. I would I would say, I don't think zany. That's an inside to. joke. Yeah. <laughs> 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 prices for a single day are going for 75 full weekend, $115. Uh, prices will be increasing soon, though, so um, I don't know how... Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, after yeah, June well, 1. After <laughs> I'm not sure. After June 1. <laughs> uh, in addition to music, there's also going to be food and art. Uh, Taste of Lakewood is also next weekend, so I'm just telling everyone ahead of time. This is on June 10. Um, well, 
Oh, nobody caught it. Okay. I All just right. I, never mind. June tenth. I, I caught it. I just we'll don't go want to. I don't want to right make. Away. I don't want to make fun of you anymore. <laughs> this is in Madison Park. Uh, it's a 15th annual food and music festival. 25 plus Lakewood restaurants, dozens of vendors, and it goes from 1 to 7 p.m. Fantastic. So, yeah, looks like yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I, I kind of I want to check that out. Yeah. I do too. That's depends that's on nice. the NBA Finals schedule. Well, yeah, it's well, only it's only, could, honestly, it's only it's only one through seven. Yeah, you could so. do it before. Yeah. Um, Paul, do you want to go through activities? Yes. So I have the fortune of knowing another talented musician. Uh, his name's Devin. We went to high school together. And he's part of a band that's actually based out of Minerva, Ohio, called White Buffalo Women. They've been touring a lot lately. I know. It's, what? I, I know. I, I don't know. I just know this name. But they, they've been touring a lot. I mean, they've been in Tennessee. They've been all over the place. So they're doing a fundraiser in Canton, Ohio, close to where I grew up. It's a fundraiser for an up-and-coming coffee brewery called Walkie Talkie Espresso and Coffee. So this is taking place in Canton, Ohio. Mm, Canton. Uh, they will be playing with other local musicians. Uh, there's no cover. It's just charity, you know, what you feel like donating. And it's at a place called Delhi, Ohio. So this is someone who has worked around the country in other places and came back to Canton. And they opened up their own deli, and they're doing a lot of locally sourced foods. They're really trying to bring like something special to Canton, which I think is fantastic. And Walkie Talkie is, you know, uh, you know, gourmet coffees and brews and things like that. Um, was that like drip pour brew or something? I don't know all the terms. Yeah. But um, so Dip they'll terms. be providing coffee. You're gonna have local music. You you can buy food. It's it's gonna be really cool. I'm going. Um, really looking forward to it. The links on our Facebook page if you're interested. And of course there will be a watch party uh, for game number two at the queue. Um, in the queue yeah. and outside the arena, I don't need to tell you where the queue is. Don't need to tell you when game you, two is. You do need to buy tickets for this. Yes, they are, they're they are ten dollars. Are they sold out already for game two? I don't know about game two. I'm actually going tonight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for the watch party for game one. There should be an outside watch party. I can't guarantee that though because yes. I remember last yeah. year they didn't do I, it until later. So. I think there. No, I think there. I think there always is. But either way, you can. If, if there's no watch, go to the sports bar downtown. I mean, there's going to be a yeah. ton of people, so it'll be fun. It's uh yeah, it's ten bucks to get in. Yeah. I, I do believe that the Cavs donate all that to money. A charity. Mm. Yeah. I know they've, they've done that years past. I don't know why they've no, changed they do. now. Yes, they yeah. do. I was yeah. talking with a friend about it last night. They do yeah. donate the charity. Yeah, so um, so that's really cool. So, I mean, yeah. it's 10 bucks. It's essentially like you get the you get the in-arena atmosphere, but the, just the game's not played there. So you watch it on the scoreboard. Right. But they have the court out. They have activities for kids on the floor. You can still get food and drinks. Too. Mm-hmm. The con- all the concessions are open. Um, so it's, it, it's a real I, fun I went time. I'm excited to go tonight. Yeah. And then last but not least, in a completely unbiased promotion, tomorrow Here he is goes again. National Donut Day. I cannot tell you how excited Ooh. I am. So let me guess, which donut place are we going to talk about for National Donut Day? Well, you see, Dan. Is it Dunkin' Donuts? No. Could it be Krispy Kreme Donuts? No. <laughs> it's Brunuts! Yay! I love you, Brunuts. We love Brunuts. We Brunuts are very, we are very pro Brunuts. It's literally like we got to talk to them about sponsorship. It's becoming the official donut of LTL. <laughs> the official donut. So I'm not gonna lie. Like it's it's my goal for Jen and I to become a Brunuts official like Brunette couple. Oh, like, okay. That's most, a cool like, thing. It's, it's a legit goal. Like I, yeah. Anyway. Nerd alert. <laughs> Nerd. Um, so no, I mean, Nerd. starting starting at six thirty in the morning and going on all day. They're gonna have all kinds of fun things going on. Well, that's gonna, early. <laughs> they're gonna, well, I mean, you know, donuts, coffee in the morning. Coffee. They're going to do a ribbon cutting. You can get National Donut Day T-shirts. You can take photos. 
Platform Brewery is doing an exclusive tapping of a National Donut Day beer there. You can have a chance to win brewnuts for a year. There's a donut eating contest. And you can also, towards the end, there's an option to build your own donut dog. (laughs) Featuring your favorites from Happy Dog. So if you've been to Happy Dog. Another one of our favorites. And you love brewnuts. Boom. There you go. And I'm looking at a picture of one of their donuts tomorrow. Chocolate stout icing with toffee pieces and mini chocolate chips drizzled with creamy peanut butter. Ooh. You gotta get some. Oh, that sounds really good. You gotta get some. You so. do need to go. Yeah. All right. I just keep telling people to go. And so, go. activities, festivities, be sure to check those out. Check out um, these restaurants. Check out these Don't restaurants. Don't go to the same place you've been to before. Go to one of these new ones this yeah. week. Yeah, try something new and let us know what you like. You mm-hmm. know, keep us up to date. We always like hearing from you where you'd like us to go. So, <laughs> now we're getting to, let's face it, cats or... This is it. Finals. Lo and behold, the Cleveland Cavaliers are back in the NBA Finals. Don't shake your head. I didn't predict this. Yeah, no, you predicted them to lose every single round. Mm-hmm. No, I think, well, when, when it got to Game 7 and with Indiana, yeah. yeah. In Jordan's defense, just I also picked them to lose each round. <laughs> in Jordan's defense, I, I, I protect myself. It's, that's what I do. So I I'm, just I'm naturally... That, that's, that's old Cleveland, man. We've won a championship now. This is new Cleveland. I'm going to... Optimism. It's, we have the greatest player of all time That's playing. not a question. It's it's a hard mold to break. <laughs> old habits are hard to kick. I understand that, but let's, let's, let's leave that to the teams that haven't won a championship. Like the Browns and the Indians. We love them to death, but they're always going to let us down. Until proven otherwise. The Cavs have proven us otherwise. Yeah, the well, at least they're consistent. The, the, yeah. <laughs> the Cavs have won an NBA championship and yeah. have now been back there uh, four straight years. Which is insane. That's, yeah, that's, that I mean, is a, no, that's, that's crazy. What's that's, insane is they've played the same, the same team. team four times in a row. No, that is crazy. Which is frustrating. Well, yeah, for you it's frustrating. Actually, this year for me it's frustrating because <laughs> you, do y'all y'all understand this is the second time in this four year cycle that we that Houston's been eliminated by Golden State in the Western Conference Finals. Yep. So, so yeah. I've been we've been eliminated by Golden State twice in the finals. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, we have be, we have beaten them once. So, um, which was awesome. For yeah. Everybody. So let's just uh, quickly uh, b- go back before the finals. Um, I mean. Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. I know the beginning of the game didn't look good. The Cavs were down by like 8 or 10 at the end of the first quarter. Uh, but once the second quarter started, I kind of saw how the game was going. I wasn't really worried at all. I felt like LeBron had the game under complete control. Um, Boston just doesn't have anybody that can go out and win you a game right. when you need it. Mm-hmm. If they had Kyrie Irving, that might be a different story. Yeah. But he was out. Or and even he Hayward. wasn't even in the arena. Which is ridiculous. Weird. Which is ridiculous. He is one of the most immature. I don't buy the whole uh, nasal surgery oh, garbage. Oh, BS. What, does that mean nose job? Yeah, <laughs> no, nose they job. said he had he had uh, surgery on a deviated septum. Sure. Which, whatever. I heard that he had that surgery like a month ago. Yeah, So weird. they're just using it as an excuse. I don't know what his deal is. But anyway, is. we don't need to talk about Kyrie because he doesn't play for the Cavs. Uh, but... I, with everything that's gone on this season, trading away Kyrie, the guys getting the guys that they got back aren't even on the team anymore. They traded those guys at the trade deadline. They basically pieced this team together. Kevin Love has been out for two months this year. Um, J.R. Smith has had one of his worst seasons as a professional. Uh, everything that's gone on with this team, and yet they're back in the NBA Finals. Like, like I have this written down here. 
is this LeBron's like whatever happens in the finals, you know, we're not even talking about that yet, but obviously if the Cavs find a way to win the NBA championship, this is his greatest achievement of, of all time, like for his career. But like Do you just, think so? just if he if he wins this oh, year, oh, if he wins if they it. win. If he wins it, absolutely. The real debate is, is it right now, is it already? I, I don't think so. I think his greatest achievement was the twenty sixteen uh Championship. I agree with you, and I wrestled with that a lot because, like, to take this team to the NBA Finals with everything that it, that's been through, like the 2007 team, uh, there were no expectations. There was nothing on that team. Uh, they didn't go through what this team right. went through. It's yeah. not the same. I. This is why I want to just say this right now. This is why I say this though, because and I'm, this is not a knock on LeBron or the not even a knock on the Cavs, but. I just don't think the competition was still up to what it ha- what it could have been. I mean, you're playing a Celtics team that's missing two of their starters. I get it. They were tough, and they were a good right. team. You're playing a Toronto Raptors team that has no idea and never has figured out how to defend LeBron. Uh, inexcusable, though, that they played so poorly. Yeah, see, that that's the one that I have a problem yeah, which with. Which I do. I do. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Because um, and yeah, LeBron, to sweep them, yeah. that's impressive. Right. LeBron is um, the reason why. They, right. So, uh, so, so I'll, Toronto, give, I'll give you that. Toronto, but, maybe aside from Golden State, would have a chance to beat anybody that was right. in these playoffs this year just because right. of the talent, the way their season went. Right. right. For whatever reason, they are spooked by LeBron. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's been proven over the last I still, I just, I, you can't, you can't tell me that, that the Pacers or, you know, any of these teams are on the level of what, you know, Houston or Utah even were. No, no, and, no, and right. I don't think that's the well, main debate. But this is why I'm saying that Indiana and Utah would be interesting. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is. I will agree there. This is why I'm saying that as of now, this is not his greatest achievement. It's it's impressive. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. But I still think what he what he did in the 2016 Finals. I don't think I've ever seen anyone do that. Well, maybe since Jordan. Nobody's done that. Nobody's come back. Who come back from a three one deficit? I mean that. But not even just that, his individual performances at the most clutch times, yeah. he showed up every time. Yeah. And I know Kyrie was there right with him, but yeah. still, I mean, it was unbelievable. His, was. Uh, his level of, I guess, clutchness or whatever yeah. has always been a topic of discussion because um, he, like now if you look at it, he's made more clutch shots than He than really anybody. has, mm-hmm. and that's pretty um, impressive. But a lot of times they've been uh, layups or dunks or something like that. This year, he's literally won two two games two games up. with jump shots. Yep. And at the also, buzzer. Not with like 12 well, seconds left. And I'm going to no. count uh, game two. Oh, I'm sorry. Game, was it game two or game three against the, the Raptors where that was three. He single-handed, three. It was game three, where he single-handedly just wiped them off with just unbelievable fadeaway. Oh, that was two. He, that was game two. Three is when he had that runner on the left side. He banked with, it in. That was obviously what we just talked about. But yeah. game two, Oh yeah, it's not as impressive because it wasn't a one-time memorable moment. Right, but he literally his string of fadeaway jumpers oh that put the game away was just like, oh my word, yeah. are we watching? In that in that third quarter, and then the fourth quarter they were up by right. twenty, so it yeah. didn't really matter. But <laughs> right, yeah, I, um, I I I will say that the twenty sixteen finals was his greatest achievement, yeah. just because it was in the finals. It was against the greatest regular season team of all time. Uh. I mean, think about what he did. Seventy-three I mean, and nine. He right. beat a seventy-three and nine team coming back from a three-to-one right. deficit and right. won on their floor, right. a mm-hmm. place where nobody had nobody no had really touched win. that right. year. And they did it. Not they did it two straight games on the road. Right. They won Game Five handily. Yeah. Won Game Six handily, oh, yeah. and then Game Seven, prob- possibly one of the greatest I mean, games. And if you think in, in Game Seven, P. 
people forget about LeBron's three-pointer with like four minutes to go. He tied the game up at 89. Do you remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ties the game. That's huge. He has a monster three-pointer right. tied the game at 89. They're locked at 89 for like, what was it, three minutes or something? Yeah. It was yeah. just back. So no one scored, but he had that clutch three-pointer to get them to 89. Yep. Uh, just when it looks like is about to put in a layup, yep. he comes out of nowhere and has one of the most impressive, if not the most, what am I saying? It's the most impressive block of all time. It's the, it's the iconic it's the play most, of his career. Yeah, it's the iconic play of his career. It made a, And then after that, you know, Kyrie hits a shot, and then after that he puts in the winning free throw, which yeah, he, uh, yeah. weird that he missed the dunk, Which, but whatever, he did what right. he needed to do and put in the free throw. Yeah. Um, that's just a level of brilliance. I just I can't remember the last time I've seen something like that. Like it's just it's crazy. So yeah, that's anyhow. <laughs> yeah, no question. If the Cavs find a way to win it this year, and I mean last year we I do feel like we need to briefly mention last year was just unbearably disappointing just for so many levels. Um, you just a few mistakes they did in Game Three and then they went oh, down to three oh which was really hard to watch because. They really should have won Game Three, and yeah. if they win Game Three, they probably tie that series up, and because they cleaned them up in Game Four. I know it's yeah. different circumstances if right. something happened, but still, right. chances are they would have probably then, the way yeah. the trends go, they would have probably won Game Four, and then who knows what goes on. Right. So it's just it it really like this whole the whole like one of the reasons why people talk about the different circumstances in every series is because of the fact that now they've played each other four like right. well, they're going to play each other right. three straight years, and people say. Oh well, if Draymond doesn't get uh, un unwarrantingly suspended in yeah, game okay. game yeah, four, there's no so way the Cavs would have come back in three to one. Well, okay, well then I'll raise you. Uh, if Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving aren't injured in 2015, the Cavs probably win that right. series in like five games. I want to also throw in kicking people in the balls and tapping people in the balls, yes. which is exactly what right. Draymond did three times. Right. He did it to yep. Adams twice. Yep. He did it to LeBron. Uh, LeBron twice. And he also threw Patrick Beverly. People yeah. forget about that. Literally right. threw Patrick yeah. Beverly in the end of game five ag- uh, four against yeah. the Rockets. Uh, those are not basketball plays. Yeah. So when people say that garbage, I don't want to hear it. You cannot do those plays. Right. I'm all about 90s hardcore basketball, but you didn't see guys in the 90s kicking people kicking in the balls. Yeah. No. You didn't see people throwing each other. You saw people hacking each other right. and hard fouls. I'm all about that, not right. these non-basketball plays. Right. So, so, yeah. So he deserved the suspension. No, it's I agree. I agree. Simple as that. And then... I mean, oh, don't forget the Cavs also lost. They get Bogan, and then they lose them the first game they play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's the whole the Just, whole thing. Uh, last, and now we have to now we have to live with it probably the rest of their career. But right. but Kevin Durant freaking going to the Warriors no, last year garbage, unbelievable garbage. Like the Cavs, the Cavs would have had the that. the Cavs would have had the advantage over them in the finals. Well, and they knew that the Warriors knew that. Right. But and, just the ridiculousness. KD, KD has of, proven himself to be a really soft player. Oh I don't care. Oh, oh, you don't know anything. You don't talk to him. No, I don't care. That's not my point. I'm, I'm still going to say it. Yeah. He's soft. He, re- he reacts so ridiculous. He's such a baby on the floor. I know yeah. a lot of players are like that. But, yeah. I mean, this guy has burner accounts. Anyone who has, <laughs> anyone who has burner well accounts has, has soft. His, well is soft. You're yeah. soft. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't care. Just yeah. So, um, yeah. It's, it, yeah. It's good. This is the fourth installment. Golden State's one two. The Cavs have won one. Um, all of the odds are stacked against the Cavs this year. Um, every single writer on ESPN picked the Warriors. Uh, nobody picked them to sweep the Cavs though, which is interesting. Hmm. Uh, probably two thirds of them picked them to gentlemen sweep the Cavs, <laughs> which basically just means give the Cavs a game. Um, 
But I think tonight's really interesting, and obviously, well, it's obviously important. Obviously, when when you guys are listening to this, the game would have already happened because we're recording it before game uh, one, and then we're gonna hopefully uh, uh, release this tomorrow morning. So hopefully, we'll be listening back on a, after a Cavs win. But <coughs> I think tonight's the night for the Cavs to steal a game in, in yeah. Golden State. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had more rest, so LeBron's been able to get some rest. Um, I would I would say that uh, both teams went went through seven game series, but I would definitely say that uh, Golden State went through the more stressful yeah. series. Uh, both teams were down three to two in their respective series, but I still I still think that uh, there was definitely more of a threat of Golden State going down the Cavs the whole way until Chris Paul got hurt um, for the Rockets. But uh, yeah, I just I. I all right, so let's do this. Uh, do you want to do predictions? Yeah, that's kind of where I was getting oh, to. Okay, yeah. um, I, I think the Cavs can win tonight, and I think for me, I, the only path of victory I see for the Cavs is winning tonight. Because I think whether they win tonight or they lose tonight, they're going to get blown out in game two. Um, so I think they need to win tonight and then uh, win all their home games. I think that's their only path to uh, to winning the series. Um, other than that, I can't see them winning a game five. Or a game seven um, in Golden State. I know they've done it before, but not different teams. Not with not this team. With, yeah, they, LeBron doesn't have that second guy who can break down a defense like, on his own. I mean, you even saw with the Rockets, who built an amazingly powerful team. When they lost their second guy, you just you just can't do it. Yeah, no. you just can't do it. So I mean, I'm hoping Kevin Love can be that second guy, but it's a little bit different because Kevin Love's not a guy you just throw the ball to. He can go get yeah. you a basket. I mean, you have to. Run stuff to get Kevin Love involved. So, um, I I said this. My head says Warriors in five. My heart says the Cavs get it done tonight and win their home games. That's just because I want to see the Cavs win. So, so. <laughs> my heart says Cavs in six. But ultimately, I think I'm going to go. Unfortunately, Warriors in five. I hope I'm wrong. If we, if, you know, if the Cavs win tonight. You know, I'm. I, all bets are off, but I just I think the Cavs are going to come back down, 0-2. Um, I think they're going to win Game Three, and then uh, they'll fight hard in Game Four to try and tie it up. But I think they'll lose Game Four, and then just Game they'll Game Five will just go Golden State's way, and that'll be it. Yeah, I'm in the same boat with Dan, and trust me, it's not by any way, shape, or form that I want the Cavs to lose. It's just it's been building up over time to a situation where it's not. You know, you know, can the Cavs win? It's okay. What needs to happen yeah. in order for the Cavs to win? Right. You know, all these specific things that need to happen. Uh, I mean, gosh dang it! If they win tonight, no, I'm with you. If they win tonight, to start the series off with a win, so you're not down, and right. then you head back home, you have a chance to go up two one, three one, whatever it ends up being. You know, that's obviously your ideal scenario. Apart from just completely sweeping the Warriors in unprecedented. Basketball glory. LeBron averages sixty points a game. <laughs> Kevin Love averages forty. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, like it's. I'm with Dan. My head says in five games. You know, the Cavs definitely pull out at least one at home. Gosh, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I will, I will say realistically, realistically, and I don't. Even though I hate this team, and I don't, I don't ever wish injury on anybody. The only realistic chance the Cavs have of winning the series is if either Steph or Kevin Durant get hurt. Yeah. yeah. That's literally it. Yeah. And I think more so Steph. I think Steph's the engine of that team. Yeah. I mean, you saw it in the series against the Rockets. 
the Rockets built leads on them in like every game. But yeah. in the third quarter, Steph would just come out and make five threes well, in like two minutes. And what, their their twelve point lead, the Rockets' twelve point lead would go to a ten point deficit the yeah. other way to the Warriors. And then you just can't recover from that. I don't care how much like the the Rockets are a really good team. You just you just can't recover from that. Whether you have James Harden uh, and Chris they Paul, they did it. They did when they had Paul. Because that happened every game. It happened in every right. single game. But when they had Paul, they were able to do it. But right. Well, Paul. you know, yeah, that's true. But um, then, then Chris Paul. I mean, I hate when we're a Cleveland podcast. So I'm not going to get into it. But <laughs> Chris Paul does what he does and gets hurt. So I don't know. I mean, he made it that far. It's not. It's it is what it is. Some people's bodies are just not able to do it. Yeah. Like, but um, <clears throat> I think Warriors. Uh, I think Warriors in five. I, I think that LeBron's going to find a way to win a game. Um, I think you just have to give I LeBron's think, greatness I'll say this. a game. Yeah. I'll say this. If, in a perfect world, if Kevin Love puts up 15, 20 points a game, gets double-double, re- at least yeah. multiple rebounds, plays decent defensively, if Jeff Green puts in 12 to 15 points, if JR puts 20 points like he should be doing, could be doing, and if Corver puts in four to five threes a game, right, four times, if that happens four times. We know LeBron's going to put up a crazy yeah. game, so I'm not going to yeah. count that. If that happens four times, it's still, I mean, it's an obvious, obvious statement. If it happens four times, the Cavs can do this. Yeah. Uh, I don't see it happening. This team has proven time and time again against inferior teams that they can't consistently play like that, yeah. which is un- unfortunate because we all have seen these players do this. They're right. just not doing it right now. Yeah. Uh, I think Warriors in five. Uh, it's just this. This team's a joke. This I'm talking about uh, Warriors. It's just a joke. Like there's unprecedented mm-hmm. amounts of talent on one team. Yeah. You can't it's, do it. It's if Iguodala comes back, it's I don't know how they can even do anything against. I mean, I don't know. That's why I think. That's why I think it's so important for the Cavs to try and win tonight because right. he's not playing. Right. And yep. we have Kevin Love back. Right. So yeah. Uh, the matchups tonight. Because I I think the the Warriors are going to start Kevin Looney in, in uh, place of uh, in case of uh, uh, Iguodala, Iguodala, which yeah. gives uh, Kevin Love a matchup advantage. So tonight's the night. I think it, LeBron can't do a feel out thing. He can't. No, they they all no. have to be aggressive at the start. But I think we're all in agreement. We say Warriors in five. Um, I know, <coughs> I know we all for different reasons wish that that's different. Right. Um, you know, Ooh. Paul and I from Cleveland. We love the Cavs. Jordan. Just Kate, sick of just, watching the Warriors win. Just wins. sick and tired of the, of the Warriors, and they've eliminated hey, his Rockets a couple times now. So, um, I also want to throw in too. This might sound a little silly. I think you should put in Kendrick Perkins and just <laughs> no. I'm, I'm dead serious. And just mess around with Draymond Green. You have to eliminate Draymond Green. He's uh, he's, he's one, the type one of guy. He's one tech. Is it technical? He's one technical so. away from getting suspended. And you know how you do it. Do whatever you need to do. Kick him in poke the him in. No, you don't have to do that. You can poke him in the stomach. You yeah. can you can just whisper in his ear. Give, him a, little, give him a taste of it. No, you know what? Give him a taste of his own medicine, and he'll retaliate. Yeah. And you might lose Kendrick Perkins. Okay, whatever. I don't know. It's a crazy idea, but yeah. I'm just. You can't I, tell me the this is what happens. About it. I I don't know. I honestly don't know. Yeah. Some you can't team. Tell me some team. Not, it, how come no team's already done that? How has no team already done that? How do you play on the court with a guy like Draymond? I can't even do that in the rec league without going on a tirade against some random well, I dude. Think, I, I, I mean, think, I don't know how you can do that against. I think M- NBA. I think I think NBA players know the refs, and uh, yeah, it's different now a little bit with with the implement of instant replay. But right. the NBA historically, they always get the retaliator, always exactly, yep. 
Always. Which is why Draymond got busted in yeah. 2016. Right. Yeah. Because because Draymond retaliated because LeBron stepped over him. Right. And Draymond got up and Draymond's tried to whack him in the nuts. He goes too big. So. Yeah. So, but, so yeah. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, we're all in agreement there that we don't think that the Cavs are going to win. But if they if they do, be I, I, I will be so glad to be wrong. Not Still even, Cavs. Not even crazy. Same here. Yep. Come Go on, Cavs. Cavs. Hashtag whatever it takes. Literally. That's what's going on. I love how that's your hashtag. It is literally boiled down to, no, literally, whatever. Scratch, claw. (laughs) I don't even think they're trying to be funny. I think they're just... No. Let's let's put out an honest hashtag this year. That's literally what it's going to... Well, I don't think that was the intention at the beginning of the year, but now it literally is an honest hashtag. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That hashtag's from the beginning. Yeah. When it actually looked like they could have had a decent team, and then that whole thing fell apart. Well, no, this is the playoff slogan. No, you're right. I think this is... I honestly think they're just... This is just the playoff slogan. Uh, I don't know. I have no they idea. They have a different slogan every year. For I get playoffs. the vibe. Last year it was defend the land because yeah, they were defending champs. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, the year before, all in. All in, all in. All in to 16. Yeah. Yeah, because 2 one, 6 and then you need yeah. 16 wins to win yeah. the championship. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's quickly go over the Indians uh, before we say goodbye for this yeah. episode. Uh uh, the Indians and the Astros played a series uh, over the weekend. Jordan went to a couple games because, uh, as you guys know, he's from Houston and is a big uh, Houston sports fan, so he wanted to see his hometown team. Um, series split 2-2. Two two, uh, some really weird games. Very strange. I mean, if you're watching the Indians this year, it's not really that weird that their bullpen is just an atrocity. But even for baseball standards, these were weird games. Yeah, well, especially the one on Sunday. Uh, yeah, on the Sunday, Sunday game. Was Sunday, where, where Houston where it was, had it was eight, two. Eight, what eight, was three it? Lead. What was eight. it? It was three to what? Two? Three to? It was three to two for most of the game. Three to two, and then the Astros scored six runs in, in the, the seventh, eighth. 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 And then the and the Indians, Indians came back and scored five to tie it in, in, the, the, in the ninth. And then, and then it went like four, four or five innings. Yeah. yeah. And then. Uh, Including both teams trading home runs. Right. I think it was the 12th or the 13th. Uh, Evan yeah, Gaddis hit yeah. a home run. And then uh, who hit a home run for the for the Indians? Yonder. Was it, was it Yonder? Alonso. Came right up in the uh, next inning. And then the, the game ended in the bottom of the 14th on the first pitch. Yeah, with Greg Allen. With Greg Allen, who hit his second home run of his career, his first walk-off <laughs> yeah. hit. So, yeah. Um, yeah but I, honestly, I, you know, like, it, it was so fun for me. I I think this, depending on how the matchups work in the playoffs, yeah. like who wins which division, who has the best record or whatever, I I think one of the, one of these two teams is going to the World Series. I agree. The American League. Uh, I don't know how any one of these teams is going to beat the Yankees, though, if they don't fix those bullpen issues because both teams have terrible bullpen. I mean, well, I, the I, Indians I, have, like, reliever issues, too. Like, Houston's yeah. relief is decent. Our bullpen is just utter – or our, I mean, I'm sorry, our closers are just utter trash. Just yeah, I, I I think I think both teams, and, and the Indians are starting to play well. So yeah, I, yeah, both teams obviously I think will be buyers at the trade deadline. I right. think both they'll, teams will be looking for bullpen help, and I think both teams will be able to get it. Right. So I'm um, I'm not that concerned. Um, the yeah, Indians, and it's early too. It's so early. Yeah. Yeah, I with the Indians, their offense has woken up. I mean, Jose Ramirez is like he's something else. Insane. Seventeen he's, home. He's runs. on pace for over fifty home runs, and yeah. he's like five eight and two and like one hundred eighty pounds. He's something else right now. <laughs> uh, Jose Altuve too. It's worth mentioning. He had a ten or ten or twelve uh, hit streak too. Yeah. Brantley Mike, had Michael a Brantley's, nineteen hit. Streak. I think he's still working on it. Yeah, which is these, these guys are putting up crazy yeah. offense. So, so. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think that both of these. Uh, Teams are headed for a collision course. Yeah, which would be um, awesome. Yeah, 
I, I would. How love long, Dan, have I been waiting for one of our? We wanted to teams. have it last year, but wanted, the freaking Indians choked last year. And we wanted it, and we wanted it this year with the Rockets, Cavs. But everything has to always be yep. lame. So, so hopefully this year we get it in baseball. Yeah. Hopefully in the ALCS to determine yeah. who goes to the World Series. Um, Ooh, that's going to be an intense yeah, ALCS. Right. How was how was the uh, you were at? I didn't go to any of the games because uh, I couldn't stand yeah. to be at a game with you that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, how was the uh, the atmosphere at Progressive Field that weekend with the we- improved weather? Yeah, the weekend was great. From start to finish, it was a great atmosphere. You know, it died down once the Astros took that yeah. huge lead in, right. in Game 3 or Game 2, um, which is understandable. But it was still fun. Very much a party atmosphere on Friday. Sundays was kids' day, so it wasn't as intense. You know, it was very hot, yeah. uh, which was tiring. And so it was very quiet. Mm-hmm. But and then once the Astros took their lead, now this is not a knock on Indians fans, but like forty percent of the stadium empty, like yeah. so it's whatever. And the atmosphere picked up in extra innings and stayed hot. Um, it was very friendly. Uh, me and several Astros fans chit chatted and talked from a lot of the time. Everyone was cool on su- Sunday, Friday. Half the group, like there was a couple Astros fans around me, and obviously I was cheering. Half the group around us was fun towards me and the other Astros fans. There was a couple guys behind us that were going too far. Like, yeah. I mean, they were like, they were about to throw stuff at me, and they were like nice. yelling at me to go up and were fight. They drunk? Oh yeah, and they were yeah. yelling at me to go up and fight them. Not that I'm that's like, an excuse. No, but they were like, "Come up here and fight." I'm like, "Dude, it's a regular season game. Like, just have fun. Like, I don't know what. I, like, I don't. I, I know. Like, even if it's a playoff game, don't throw stuff yeah. at the away fans. Like, come on. Anyways, but most Indians fans are cool. Like, it was, yeah. they were great. It was fun. Um, but yeah, no, it was fun. Good time. Awesome. Great. Uh, yeah, boy, we had a lot to cover this week. Yeah. We really did. It's fine. We had it's a lot. Fine. So, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, listening again, guys. Uh, if you if you uh, didn't listen to the whole thing, uh, we understand. <laughs> We're going on an hour and a half right now. But, Whew. Um, so just once again, we want to uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, following us on social media. Uh, please, uh, if you're listening on SoundCloud, give us a follow and give us a like. Uh if you're listening on iTunes, uh, please subscribe to our podcast so you can get updates on uh, any time an episode is posted. And uh, please give us a rating um, on iTunes as well and leave a nice comment for us. Uh, our social media handles are on Instagram and Facebook at Living Off the Land Pod and on Twitter at LOTL Podcast 216. And uh, we're going to be active throughout the finals. Um, also tweeting pictures and tweeting about different places we're checking out to eat and to drink um so keep an eye out for that and um we will uh check in with you guys next week on uh, hopefully friday um we we'll, we as always we record on thursday nights and we broadcast and publish our episodes on fridays so next week jimmy will be back uh hopefully the quality of everything will be better because i'm just literally like throwing a pebble into the dark and trying to <laughs> trying to land it into a, a coffee coffee can or something yeah, doing great but anyway uh for paul for jordan uh i'm dan and also for jimmy who's not here uh, we are living off the land and we will catch you guys next time thanks for listening everybody bye see you adios